Okay, so we've got uh, we've got some skits laid out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, did you bring the things we played? Uh, yeah, I brought the things we played. Which is, okay. They're just over there on the table. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think, you know what? Maybe I will just slice the things we've we, we've watched already and then just you know just they'll yeah. be ready portioned out i was out thinking already. maybe if we just like pour some of the things we've listened to into a bowl and just like pop them mm. over there oh yeah maybe add some vodka oh fancy or rum rum actually yeah rum prefer rum over vodka i'll be honest yeah okay and then oh oh, 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 oh they're, coming, they're coming they're coming okay lights out lights okay out. everyone everyone hide everyone hide surprise Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I am not Laura Kate Magnadale. And I'm not Jane Harris Magnadale. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. Oh, it's us. It's a little show we do. It's an excuse for us to have us some, do some silly voices and some, some jokes and talk about the things yeah. we've consumed media-wise in the weeks. It's, it's a thing we sit down and do once a week together. It's, oh, it's no, a no, nice no. thing. Tasty media. Yeah. How are you doing? How are we doing? Oh, oh gosh, how am I doing? Um, I'm all right. Recovered, I think. Yeah. Recovered from the weekend. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I tried to recover from the weekend and then I gave myself a silly early morning that we'll talk about later. Y- yes. I, yes. I have yes. been I've been inducing silly that waking was today, hours on wasn't myself. It? That was today. <laughs> I have to be up until like two, three in the morning. Woo. It's I'm gonna be fun. Okay. Well shall we start with some things we've played? Should we start with some things we've played. What have you what a, oh, oh oh well? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, uh, should I start with things I've played this week? Yeah, then? Go on, tell us something you've played. Um, I played through a demo for a game that was part of Steam Next Fest, and uh, you've seen some footage of this game because because you edited a video about it. They'll be did. up on Friday. Stories of Blossom. Yeah. Uh, Stories of Blossom is a uh, like child friendly point and click adventure game that about is about stories. It's about stories. You you uh the demo sets you as like a, a young girl um who's nervous about going back to school, what no one likes me. And granddad's like, hey, let's let's tell some stories and try and reassure you that everything will be okay and you don't have to worry as much as you think you need to. Gorgeous little watercolour mm. art style to it. But the thing that really caught my attention is all the interesting accessibility stuff that game's got going on. Yeah. Um, go watch the full episode of Accessibility. There's, like, clips to demonstrate a bunch of stuff, but, like, the short version is uh, it is designed to be fairly simple in terms of, like, um, challenge complexity with a language that is uh, minimized to not be a barrier to entry. It has some really interesting options, particularly for sightless blind players. You can cycle through all the interactables with left and right on the keyboard and clicking to confirm. Uh, with text-to-speech descriptions of what you're hovering over, there is full audio descriptions so that every cutscene pauses between lines of dialogue to describe what is on screen. Uh, Every gameplay moment, like every time you enter a new environment, that environment is described to you. Every time you interact with a new character, the scene is described to you. Really, really nice, ambitious stuff alongside just small little things like uh, the option to have words in subtitles that are hints about how to solve puzzles can be made big and bold, or you can alter the sound mix, and it... It's doing a lot right, and it's very quickly become my go-to example, I think, for any time I talk about, like, a point-and-click adventure game or, like, a telltale, um, you know, narrative choice-based adventure game, I'm gonna point to this and go, this is how you do it, 
this is how you make this it ex- like th- this is how you make it accessible like or a a template of how you can make it a lot more accessible for blind and particularly sightless blind players there's some really good stuff going on here yeah. so yeah that demo is still up even though steam next fest has ended the, the demo is oh. still there so go check out stories of blossom it has a, a, a demo and it seems really cute and I, it's on my radar as like a thing for there's spring a yeah, there's a little turnip that was being planted in a pot that was too small, and it wanted a bigger plant pot and some sunshine and uh, some water, and and it was adorable. Yeah. And then you took some leaves off it to make some soup. Soup. And then the soup was their own color, but it's okay because it's still tasty soup. It didn't turn out how you expected it to, but it's still good, so you don't have to worry. Good. Soup. Sometimes a little different is still okay. Often. Yeah, often. Regularly. Yeah. Hello, it me. I'm a little different. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's adorable and I'm really excited to see if it can oh. stick the landing because it's it's doing a lot that like much bigger pro- budget projects aren't doing and that's really exciting. Yeah. What about you? What have you played? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, we played some boarded games. We did. We, we had a friend over for their birthday. And, we did. Um, we played Legendary Encounters Alien. Yes. The deck building game from Upper Deck. We've played Upper this Deck. before. I'm pretty sure we've yeah. talked about it before. Oh, it's... several times. Yeah, it is a cooperative deck builder. Largely, you are just getting cards that either have buying power to get more cards or attack power to attack monsters and uh, uh, scan rooms to see what monsters are in them. Sometimes there'll be synergy where if you use certain cards together of certain types, you get bonuses. Mm-hmm. That game is really well balanced to be a stressful but just about completable experience. Yes, so we've got the first expansion for it, not yes. the one for Prometheus, just just the good one. <laughs> <laughs> and that adds a, a just a whole bunch of new stuff yeah. to it. So there's like uh, flying aliens, which I think was covered in the comic books previously. Oh yes, um, those. So basically, even though we were playing the Nostromo. The first Alien film, with all first Alien film cast, we we still had in the drone deck a lot of the expansion stuff, and the strike deck still has expansion stuff in it as well. Yeah. So, it it was always a pretty well balanced game in terms of like the oh down to the wire sort of mm. nature of it. Uh, and this is this expansion. It wasn't always terribly hectic, especially near the beginning, yeah. though. I mean, yeah, this expansion definitely like it made it a little more difficult, but it was still. Still manageable. It, it still was manageable, but like very tense and panicky. Yeah, yeah. We because the expansion includes a new matrix for how many drone cards to put into each section of the the hive deck that you build up. So basically, each chapter of the story that you're playing through has its own little hive deck, which will include things like hazards and events, and those cards will. Uh, trigger things mentioned on other cards that will say for example like when the hazard happens this player and the next player take a strike things get bad usually yeah uh all the all the aliens move a couple of spaces closer to being able to hurt you or ever x amount of damage gets dealt things get bad or or it just stays in the the track and it acts like a bomb and when it goes to the ops area then everyone takes three strikes and the strike stick is an interesting way of doing damage because you never know exactly how much damage you're taking. You just know you need yes. to pick up a card. Generally speaking, unless otherwise stated, each enemy that like gets far enough along to start attacking you does one card worth of damage, and that mm-hmm. could range from one to maybe four at the top end, I think. Yeah. Um, 
that could be temporary and healable or permanent. And it really does ratchet up the tension of damage could be a big problem. You can't rely on, I'm just going to slowly go up in predictable increments. Yeah. 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 Really enjoy that game. I think, um, so there there are a whole bunch of other games in the uh, Legendary Encounters genre, I suppose. Yeah. Um, It originally started as a Marvel superheroes game. And I've heard people say that it just doesn't quite work that way. Uh, they've also made uh, Alien, which we've got. There is a Predator one that I think is out of print now, but I'm told that combines quite nicely with the Alien stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like Marvel superheroes wouldn't feel great for the reason that a lot of a lot of superhero video games don't feel great in that sense of if this set of mechanics and this sort of difficulty pacing is what you're coming up against, that's not going to feel very hero fantasy. Mm. Whereas I think it works for something like Alien because... It's always it about is, being on the back. Yeah, oh. it is based on a property where you're meant to feel overwhelmed and yeah. not powerful enough to deal with everything. Mm-hmm. And the one that they've brought out recently, which you'll think is even wilder, is James Bond. Really? Yeah. They're I... on like their third expansion for James Bond stuff. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a popular brand, I guess. I... Is it still? I... Is it still a popular brand? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't it's got know. name recognition. Yeah, like I've never given a fuck about James Bond, but I maybe a resounding maybe. Uh, but yeah, we we had a great time. We played it four player. We played with the uh, with the more uh, difficult Matrix as per the expansion, and it really added a bunch of things. Very tense. We nearly lost. We nearly lost the birthday boy. Quite we, we nearly did. We we thought we had for a second and hadn't quite. It was down to like one health left. Yeah, it was rough. Enough. Oh yeah. Uh what about you? What have you played? Um, I've mainly just been playing um a bunch more Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus. Um Ooh. continuing to play play a bunch of that. I am continuing to finally discover all the fucking new content in that that I didn't previously know about mm-hmm. uh or hadn't previously encountered. My current thing that I've been trying to do is there is a mirror. And a f- special kind of flame that will turn me into a ghost that lets me go through a mirror. And then I'm very vulnerable and I have to get a bit of a knife. And then if I can get the other bit of a knife, there's a very tough boss fight to do. And Is this the other mum you found? Yes, oh. yes. The sort of de- giant decomposing mother mm. boss fight, which I got through its first phase, barely by the skin of my teeth. And then it had a second phase and I was like, oh no, I was not ready for... It wasn't even her final form. It wasn't even her final form. Oh no. I I needed I needed to go into that with like some kind of defensive upgrade or like something like being being much smaller so I had a better ability to yeah. to dodge her projectiles but uh I now I now know she's there and I'm going I'm going to go get her get her nothing nothing much really to say about that other than I am continuing to very much enjoy that game's near infinite amount of content. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? What have you played this week? Uh, we played Mysterium. Ooh, the, we did. We, the seance game, I suppose. Uh, so we, we've talked about this before. It's a better version of Cluedo, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a more it is a more creative puzzle than Cluedo. So basically, somebody has been murdered, and they are trying to give the uh, psychics clues as to who murdered them, where they were murdered, and with what. And we one the the ghost basically cannot speak throughout the game that they give 
periodically these these abstract art cards yeah uh, which are trying to point the uh, investigators towards one or of of the cards in front of them yes but the problem being that each of these say people locations and weapons in front of them uh, have lots and lots of details that could be the thing that you're focusing on and all of the sort of dream interpreting cards have lots and lots of aspects that you could be focusing on mm-hmm. and trying to line up which thing in here is the important clue and what does the important clue relate to mm-hmm. is it is definitely more of an art than a science but it is a a fun art to puzzle out yes i very much enjoy playing that game we've now got both of the expansions for it so we've got even more abstract art which is nice from the point of view of the ghost because i've seen a lot of that art already yeah so it's nice to sort of have a few extra options it it was nice as well as a player uh having like we've played it with lots of different groups but i've played with you most of the games that have been played and it was nice to see some new things even if you know it wasn't particularly new for the new people we were playing with yeah i mean we we had i'm sure we had like a majority of the characters and locations we had were new options that we hadn't seen out before uh so that was a nice thing and it's it's one of those games that is really nice to introduce people to because it's really easy to just go hey do the thing i think because we've been asked about going and visiting some people and and doing some board game and i think it might take that because that's plays up to six investigators it's it's a nice collaborative one uh it's one that i think you have to be careful to not introduce people to with a quarterbacker at the table yes because like a lot of the fun when done correctly is talking together about each other's sort of clues but you're not really supposed to no well that's how we have fun doing (laughs) it that's how we play it but 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 it's one of those that, like, if you're going to play it that way, you need to be careful to not have someone at the table, like, steamrolling people into guesses. Do that... this! No. Yeah. No. Indeed. I've decided that's the answer. But, yeah, it's it's one that I very much enjoy as a, just a collaborative ex- experience in wh- what can I see and what might be important. It's also quite fun that we can sort of partially teach it each at the beginning. Yes. And then I'll shut up and you'll sort of be doing front of house stuff yeah. while I'm doing all the background management behind yeah. it. Behind we, the... we make a good double team, I think, I teaching think this game. Yeah. And, and it, it is, as I say, nice that we can play that with up to seven people. Because we don't have many games that play that high. Yeah. And I think the only other one we've got is Scythe. And I'm not sure I would play that with new starters I, I mean it's certainly not a beginner friendly game size i mean unless they are the kind of people who like really want to get into heavy strategy stuff yeah. I, I, I don't f- think i would start with i feel Scythe like certain video game people you could bring over to scythe as a as an early yeah i think game. War, like war gamers like strategy gamers yeah if, like, it, like heavy rts gamers might yeah. be able to jump in oh, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's mysterium is definitely one of the nice ones on the list of like it's 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 less like firm in its rules and like firm in its it gameplay style. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, even if even if you play it like by the book, it is still a game of there is no definitive way for me to know the answer to this. There is no meta gaming yeah. that I can do. There is no perfect answer. I just have to trust my gut and go with it. Which and the ghost is... has to hope they got the best possible cards. Yeah, which is not a thing that can be said for a lot of games. Yes. So yeah. It's always fun to play that. Uh-huh. Uh, so what else have you played? Uh, I've not been playing a whole lot no. else this week, or at least in terms of stuff I can I can really talk about, because ah, the joys hush. of work. Um, hush, hush. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that's about it, really. That's about it for stuff I've played. Well then. Oh, time for this. <sighs> oh, she, uh, uh yeah. you, uh, you've been up to much? Oh, you know, you know, same old, same old yourself. Yeah. Oh, you know, I've got, got a lot of free time to myself at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mrs. is, yeah, she's fallen down a bit of a rabbit hole recently. I haven't really seen a lot of her. Oh, oh no. Is it, is it serious? I mean, it, yeah, she's in pretty deep right now. You know, she's seeing importance and meaning and drawing connections from the air and, you know, just expecting events to occur based off flimsy proof and hearsay on in online groups. Oh, God, she's not fallen for, like, QAnon or something, has she? No, no, no nothing, nothing quite so grand as that, but she is convinced there's going to be a new My Chemical Romance album. I mean, the signs are there. <laughs> Hello? Laura, we are here. Hello? Your ancestors, we have come. While the veil is thin, we have come to speak to you. Was this a whole Halloween thing? Yes. Uh, Oh, goodness, what do we even tell you about? Tell us about your life. What are your great achievements? Um, It's tough to think of things now that I'm on the spot. Uh, What was I doing today? Oh, I've been I've been shiny hunting in Pokemon. Oh, we like shiny things, yes. And hunts, I suppose. Uh, I've been. I've oh been, yes, we were very good at hunting in I've, our time. I've 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 been I've been going on a quest to find, you know, somewhere in the region of a thousand creatures with rare, different coloured pelts, <gasps> uh, in order to catalogue them and and have the world's most complete collection possible of of rare rare pelted creatures. Truly, you are blessed, when, and you are all-powerful by your collection. And, and I'm very excited that I'm going to get to do more of that soon. There's going to be a new hunt starting soon. I'm going to be doing more shiny hunting soon. Soon there will be a new hunt. There will be a new hunt. Oh, we hope to see that you thrive and survive and gather all of these uniquely pelted creatures. I, I will. I, I, by the time of the next, the next thinned veil of Halloween, I will, I will make you proud. I hope they will bring you warmth and joy. Better get soft resetting, I guess. So, huh, what have you put in your eyes? What have I put in my eyes? Let, let me, let me pull up a list. We, yeah. uh, well, we watched a bunch of TV shows together. We've we did. been catching up on a. Yeah, we've, we've up had a few finales this week. Yes, we saw the finale for She-Hulk. We did. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that too. No spoilers, um, but yeah, yeah, that went some places. It it sure did. I sometimes the kind the kind of thing that the She-Hulk finale went for is a thing that can be really annoying if done poorly. Yeah, and I think that they executed it really well in a way that felt satisfying and didn't feel like it undercut everything that came before it. Yeah, I think so. I very much enjoyed it, and I'm also enjoying watching all of the whiny man children online get yeah. upset about it. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen any of that. Oh, there's been, there's been some of that flowing around. I did accidentally, thanks YouTube, send me down a, a path of, hey, watch this video about Rings of Power. I was like, hang on, hang on, this isn't my usual analysis of Tolkien. <laughs> um, but we, we'll come on to that in a minute. But yeah, She-Hulk was really good. I really enjoyed it. I've heard people yeah. saying that the... The graphics for the for actual She-Hulk were uh, way better, seemingly, and they're hoping that maybe they'll go back and retcon the rest of the series. Maybe it's you know it is what it is. It is it is 
time constraints and budget yeah. applied on a CGI team for TV, but for like TV, I, yeah. it never, it was never a thing that like stopped me enjoying that no, show. And I know, if, if anything, like I felt that the cartoony aspect yeah. really helped with it. I, I think if there's a character you're gonna have look like that, a fourth wall breaking, yeah. self aware like comic book character, makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I think they did a really good job. I yeah. look forward. I hope we get more. I, I don't really give hope money. so. Yeah, don't give Disney money. Yeah. Uh, speaking of companies, don't give money to. Don't give money to Amazon. Uh, we saw the Rings of Power finale. We saw the finale of Rings of Power. Oh, I bet that's gonna boil. Oh, some that's piss. gonna that's gonna boil some piss. <laughs> Trying to talk spoiler light. Mm-hmm. There was a character who I was like, I know who you are, and then they did a really effective like getting me to doubt my own belief, and then doubling back again Aha. like i was so confident i was so confident and then they did such a good job of making me think i was wrong and then that i was right again <laughs> and i was impressed by that maneuvering Maneuver. they, they they zigged and zagged very yeah. well i've had a few people say they called it from space i indeed called it from space I mean, look, I, was, but I don't care because i enjoyed the ride i called it from space and then they made they made me doubt it and that was impressive of them to make me doubt a thing that i'd i'd been calling yeah i uh, i enjoyed the ride yeah that final episode is like oh oh a lot of shit goes down yeah there's some beautiful fucking shots in the finale oh yes some some absolutely be- visually beautiful filmmaking mm-hmm. going on yeah well done but don't give amazon money no. fuck amazon uh, going back to not giving disney money yeah <laughs> um we watched episode six of star wars and or fuck me that was some fucking, pretty star wars fucking hell that might <laughs> i can't stop thinking about it it might be my favourite, like, hour of Star Wars content that has ever mm-hmm. existed. It might mm-hmm. be the best hour of Star Wars that they've ever made. <laughs> we both sat there going, is that the end of the series? Is, it, is that, is it that, felt is like that? such a season finale. Right? What and do I'm they like, do for the next six episodes? Yeah, no, like, if this had been the season finale, I'd have gone, yep, fantastic place to end. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh. What, where now? Yeah, so, again, trying to be spoiler free, like, specifically episodes five and six of Andor. Mm-hmm have really, really sold me on Andor as a show. Like, I oh, think yeah. that if you're not 100% on it, and you're like, you've watched a couple of episodes, get to episodes five and six. Mm. Episodes five and six are superb. Oh, yes. Um, episode six in particular, like, visually fucking jaw-dropped, looks better than anything in any of the fucking, like, on-screen films, yeah, I think. Yeah, I reckon so. Some really tightly paced action some really good dramatic mm-hmm. tension oh yeah some, some excellent acting yeah. from everyone involved in that. some visual metaphors that were so on the nose i couldn't help but respect them <laughs> oh wow yeah it's a, it's a good show it's a really good show don't give disney money but it's don't a good show there are ways um, speaking of amazing visuals, yes. we rewatched Dread. We did. I can't believe that film was a decade old. That's what, 2012? Yeah. Yeah, it it feels, I said this at the time, it feels relevant that we watched it so close to having rewatched Tank Girl. Yes. I, I feel like both of them hold a similar position of cult film that really should have more love than it has. That like... I think if you were to put in front of modern audiences today as if they'd just released, I think people would fucking flock to them. Yeah. Yeah, they're both similarly exaggerated comic book nonsense, but that, like, it's just really well handled. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've said before, I think Carl Evan did an amazing job of being Dread and not taking the sliced alone route of, I have to take my helmet off constantly because I am the face. Yeah, yeah. 
I think that they did a good job of limited environments and like limited settings, but like not making that obvious that it was a lot of encountering corridor. Yeah. I think they did a really good job of like they used violence but not like lingeringly. Yeah. They they never like lingered on it longer than they needed to. I mean they made all of their points about the violence right. in the movie. I I think my big takeaway of like the thing I think it does best is I can't think of another film that does a better job of having a fictional drug that is very clear in what it does and has a very clear visual language for how it is represented to the viewer. Oh. The, and it feels realistic. It's, yeah, it's it's fucking gorgeous. For anyone who's not watched it, there is a drug that makes time feel like it's going very slowly, Hello. and uh, lots of things start sparkling, sort of glittery, uh, like light, slightly light diffracty, like yeah, um, light, light diffracty sparkles, and yeah. time goes slow. And they make yeah. such interesting use of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a film that like you can feel was made on a budget because it knew it was going to be niche, it doesn't feel budget no not at all it feels very premium (laughs) it's yeah yeah i feel like i feel like if this had again i feel like if this had come out a decade later with people going oh yeah i i know um mr urban from the boys from the boys i will go see him in an angry super powered uh context yeah like i feel like if if you enjoy him in the boys go go give this a watch it's good if you enjoyed him in Thor Ragnarok, go yeah, it was a riveting what 90, 90 minutes or so? something like that. Was, yeah, like for a film that has so, in theory, such little plot, it is hard to look away from. Considering we had so little sleep, and I think it also it does its exposition really well. Yeah, like so we we get the the blast at the beginning where we fly over the city and they talk about what the mega city is and how the police system works in that we go straight into an action scene then from there we go to the halls of justice and we introduce judge anderson as a uh, rookie judge just about to potentially join the corps but she is maybe not good enough but also she's a mutant and and has psychic powers yeah. So we're all introduced to that in a very n- fairly natural way. Yeah. It doesn't feel too heavy handed. They, they strike a really good balance of having her add something really interesting to the dynamic without it feeling like you're being hit over the head with this is a this is a nice decent person who is able to be nice and decent because they have psychic powers and they're going to make dread a nicer person. Which like it feels like that could so easily have become the dynamic and they managed to walk that line really well. Uh-huh. It's it's a really good film. It really is. I really enjoyed it. Again, I've not watched it in a while. And weirdly, I was only thinking recently about watching it again. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad we got the opportunity. Indeed. Uh, yeah, have you watched anything else this week? Oh, uh, uh, I've not watched a huge amount of extra stuff. I did uh I've, I've watched a bunch of videos of uh learning how to play uh block by block uprising Ooh. because my copy finally arrived Yay! Yay! hopefully we get a chance to try it soon yeah well i might might, might get a chance tomorrow maybe fingers crossed because yeah. i did my homework early uh, i've got to finish my homework in the morning but maybe maybe in the afternoon maybe in the morning who knows yeah, depends how the day is going yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna probably sit down and try and do some of that, or I'll do what I usually do: is go. I have free time. You know what? I could get ahead on other work. I could edit that podcast that's still sitting in the fucking Google Drive that needs doing. I mean, 
That is that is the way of things. That is the way of things. Eventually, I will get that albatross <laughs> from around my neck and have one less thing to worry about. Um, but yeah, I am. I'm excited to get to play that. I've watched a bunch of um, let's plays for that, um, or, or tutorials and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I'm. I'm very excited to overthrow to to, to have a little civil uprising against the police and mm. take over the city for for the workers and the students and the other factions in that game that I don't know yet. Yeah. How about you? I watched a couple of other things. I'll quickly go over. Um, over on uh, Dropout, I watched a new episode of Play It By Ear, which Ooh. is that uh, making imp- improv musicals Ooh. show. This episode was called Whimsy on Wheels uh, and told the story of a man who was too busy watching streaming services to go hang out with his friends oh, no. and gets taken on a... The best way I can describe it is a magic school bus-esque adventure right. by a... A rideshare app that doesn't take you where you want to go, it takes you where you need to go. Oh, shit. And takes them on a magical time-travelling sort of Wizard of Oz-esque adventure to learn to appreciate his friends. Aww. Uh, it was amusing, it was... It, I continue to very much enjoy Play It by Ear. Well, I need to watch some more of that yeah. at some point. I'm up for rewatching uh any of them. I, I enjoy them a lot. Yeah. The other thing I watched was, uh, well, I've got one thing, but I'm going to put it in listened. I technically did both, I guess. But I watched a YouTube video on the James Hoffman YouTube channel uh, called Reviewing My AliExpress Coffee Equipment Haul. Uh-huh. Bought a bunch of coffee equipment uh, of varying price ranges off of Chinese wholesale website. What are they like, quality-wise? It was an interesting video. The, I, I, I will avoid saying too much. Other than... He does discover a uh, $1,500 full-color printer for printing pictures on the top of your coffee. Okay. So, like, you've seen, like, latte art on foamed yes, milk? What if you could have a full-color picture? Like, he took a selfie and printed a full-color selfie of himself on the top of his coffee. Okay. Well, at least it did what it was proposed to do. It did. It did. Um, one of the colors wasn't coming out quite right, so, like, the shade was a little bit off, but it... It, it, it is it, printing on coffee. It, yeah. So. It, no, it, it did the trick. It, it sure did print on, on, the, on steamed milk. Um, okay. Yeah, that, that that should give you a sense of like the the wild journey this video goes on. It's an interesting. I think you need watch. to send me that link. I will send you that link. <laughs> uh, you watched anything else this week? Not really. It's not been a watch heavy week. Well then, time for this. Laura, Laura, we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you sometimes go dancing? Yeah, yeah. For like six to eight hours at a time. Sometimes I do, yeah. Maybe only briefly pausing for a cup of tea. Do you occasionally find that you're having a nice chat with someone on the dance floor while dancing and then just something goes ping in your hip and you need to emergency go sit down? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The body just gives up on me, yeah. Do you find that sometimes, like, you've been dancing for too long and now your knees are just sad? Oh, God, yeah. Do, Do you have just the bones that go, ah! Yes. Well, this week's sponsor is Mechanized Rave Knees. Oh, tell me more. If your joints ache and your bones yell at you, just as I said, and your body feels sad after the night out dancing, these knee-based exosuit attachments will keep you dancing long into the next day. Ooh. Minimizing your pain. That sounds wonderful. And allowing you to still do those funky dance steps 
even though you're not as young and supple as you used to be. Yeah, that 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 that, that would be genuinely useful. Rare yeah. for a skit on this show. Rare for a skit on this show, yeah. isn't it? Oh, sorry, a genuine sponsor on this show? Yes, genuine sponsor, not a genuine. Skit. We don't do those. No, genuine sponsors. Mm. That's mechanized rave knees. Dot lol dot net. Enter the code QNPS233 and you can get 30% off your first knees. My first knees? Your first knees. They're the bee's knees. I mean, I already have a set of knees. These are my first knees. Oh, but then I guess your second knees. Okay. Secondary knee. Secondary knee. Secondary knee. It feels like there's a pun in there. Somewhere. I'll keep torturing it out and see what happens. <laughs> Inside the boardroom of Supremacy Software. Hi. Hi. So, uh, we gotta cut costs. Ah, I love cutting costs. Right. Like, it's not that we know that we're, you know, running out of money. We're certainly not doing that. But good, we, good. we could have more money if I we love spent more less money. money, right? Yeah, right. So, I've been trying to come up with ways we can cut costs. Yeah. And I think that a good way we could do that is, uh, right. voice actors. Oh, okay. Voice yeah. acting games. Yeah, so you like, know, people who do are doing voices that aren't their own, you know, yeah, for money. Yeah, exactly. So I got, yeah. I got some ideas and they, you know, escalate a little as we go on. Right, but, uh, right, we'll right. We'll see what you think. Okay, so, yeah, uh, yeah, hit me. You know, we, we, we take the, uh, the, the big name actors that sort of made the roles and right. maybe we, uh, replace them with a cheaper actor. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a nice easy start. Right, okay. So yeah. Troy Baker. No name who's never done anything before we can fleece. Steve from account. Steve, well, that was going to be my next one, is I was going to suggest we get an intern to do it. We get someone right. who's already on the payroll, no experience with voice acting, just get them to do it. Right, 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 right. Gary the intern, it's you. You're yeah. the new Troy Baker. Yeah. Uh, next, next idea. Uh, right. Let me know what you think of this. Uh, sure. What if we get fans to do it? Oh, we could have one of those competitions where we're like, you could be the next voice yeah. of... Greg from the intern. Exactly, because like here's the thing, you know, if we get it, if we get someone, you know, who works for us to do it, sure, that's how, you know, that's cheaper than paying someone outside. Yeah, but, but like, they might start start asking for, you know, pay rises and exactly, stuff. Exactly. Whereas a fan, you can just go like, yeah, no, you're you're. If anything, you should be paying us, right? Our work here is done. Yeah, yeah. you can master and you know correct all the sound stuff on your own home setup recording. Yeah. And look, if that all fails, I've got one, you know, if, if we get flack for that and we, right, people right. tell us to stop, I've got one backup idea. Right, right. What if we use uh, one of those text-to-speech programs? Right, yeah. We, I we mean, just get a, the computer to read the lines out. Yeah, I think I think I still have one of those on like an old cover disc from the 90s somewhere. Exactly. You know, if we, we feed the lines into that. No, you know, no one will know the wiser if we pitch shift it a little bit, probably. It's call up shooty. Exactly. Shoot the things. Bang, bang. You see my point. <laughs> Right over there and do a murder. I am a fucking genius. You are a fucking genius. I know. So, what have you put in your ears? Well, there's one main thing I put in my ears and also my face. Um, face. I was up very early this morning. I was up at like 5am today. Indeed. Because, uh, hey, remember like back in May, I... Just waffled on and on and on about going to see the first My Chemical Romance shows of their reunion tour. Mm -hmm. uh, saw them several times in a row here in the UK. Well, last night was kind of the end of their world tour. They've got a couple of festivals coming up and a few Australian tour dates that got postponed to next, like, late spring. Mm -hmm. But in terms of, you know, constant week in, week out shows, shows, shows... They finished their run and I was like, you know what, it's the last one. Uh, I could probably find some bootleg... Uh, live streams on Instagram, and that I did. Mm -hmm. And 
I watched the final uh, performance they did at the Forum in LA. My god, it was quite the fucking set list. So, opened with Foundations of Decay, that's what they've been doing the whole tour, that was, uh, that was not unexpected. Second track of the night, a song they only played once ever back in 2003, exists only as a terrible shitty potato quality recording. Mm-hmm. Sister to Sleep? Uh, this song has had a bit of a mythical status in like the, the MCR fandom because it was played the once and people have begged for years to have either a recording of it or for it to be played live again. And the band, specifically Frank, has like said for years... We cannot play that song again or record it for you. We lost all reco- all the original recordings of the song, and we don't have the lyrics anywhere, and we don't remember how to play it. So it was just assumed to be a never track, and they played it in its entirety. It was fantastic. We now have a decent quality recording of it. That's great. Beyond that, it was like there there were a few like really unexpected hits in there. Like, uh, they did. Uh, I'm not okay. Sing. Our Lady of Sorrows, Skylines and Turnstiles, they did Heaven Help Us, which they fucking never do, Mm -hmm. The Ghost of You, Planetary Go, Teenagers, I Don't Love You, Helena, Na Na Na, Mama, Cancer, Black Parade, Famous Last Words, The Kids from Yesterday, then went for an encore uh, and did Fake Your Death, which has never been played live because it was released uh, posthumously I guess would be the term it was released after the breakup mm-hmm. um, and is the only piece of music we know came from the scrapped Paper Kingdoms album yeah. definitely a fucking like nice way to end this series of tour and to sort of imply hey we're not dead we're still back you know and then into Vampires Will Never Hurt You because p- fuck it why why not end on a on a banger yeah I like I felt a little bit silly getting up at five a.m. to watch this. Uh, in, no. in that, you know, there's a little bit of me that's like, "Is eh, this a silly idea?" And then I got to watch Sister to Sleep and Fake Your Death get played, and was like, "Nah, this was totally worth getting mm-hmm. up at silly a.m. Yeah. for." See, so, yeah, that that happened. What about you? What have you listened to this week? Um, not a not a huge amount, I'll be honest. Uh, I mean, we did. We we went out dancing. We listened to six hours of live music. Well, six hours of of, of DJs. Yeah, we it did. It was good. And we had a lovely time. We danced around a lot. The only track I can re- name off the top of my head was Mori County's Yeke Yeke, the Hard Floor remix, which I think we've talked about on here before. It's very lively and very upbeat and always gets that particular crowd. Oh, it got me up and moving. Going wild. It got me it. doing a wiggle. Also been listening to a lot of Welcome to Night Vale still. Yeah. Still chugging through. The- I had forgotten that Against Me's... Transgender Dysphoria oh, Blues yeah, no, had been the news I, at one point. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember how far in it is, but... Um, of, like, 90 episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's like, hang on, I know this intro. Yeah, it, 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 feels like a mu- it feels like a much bigger song than you would expect, <laughs> but, like, also, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it's... I don't know how big they were at the time. I've never quite understood... I mean, this is the problem of not being, like, heavily into music press stuff. Yeah. Like I I listen to music. I don't follow like I I read Metal Hammer maybe twice in my life. Oh. I read Kerrang maybe three or four I, times. I, I used to be a religious reader back in the day. But like I I usually got them when they had a CD on the front. Yeah. And I was like, "Cool, I will I will listen to some I mean, I at least music. got them in part when there were posters I wanted. <laughs> ah, that's fair as well. Yeah, like so it was it was nice to just be like, "Hey, the thing." Yeah. Um but yeah, I did not know did not know that they had done that. Or yeah. I I hadn't 
registered. It's, Maybe I, at the time I was listening, I wasn't even into yeah. Against Me. It's, it's one of those things that like I remember it at the time because I remember going, this is, this is a sign that this is probably a show I can trust listening to. Right. They probably have some all right trans views. One would hope so. I believe they do. Uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been nice to listen to that. Apart from that, I've been a bit. I mean, I guess I've been a bit self music listening to. Yeah, I've listened to a bunch of my own stuff. I've I've had a great desire to listen to more of my own music. So listen to Riding North with headphones on for the first time in a really long time. Ooh. I'd forgotten how much I really like that track. Uh, Blue on a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, that's you. Me. Uh, Dumb Diddy, obviously. The thing is that that's the music I used for like setting up stream. So that's like three minutes that it plays while I'm madly rushing around trying to set up for streaming on a Thursday night. Hmm. So it's nice to just be able to go, hey, it's the thing that I do. Here is here is Dumb Diddy. It wasn't it's 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 weird how much I like that track. It's a good track. And I never get to properly listen to it. I always do the little claps in the breakdown. <laughs> yeah. I cannot resist. It's it's my Ramones, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what else did I listen to? At last a moment, the new uh, orchestral one. Big Ooh. fan of that one. I like yes. that one. That's new. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's all my listeners to this week. I think. I mean, for me, it's just uh, today has just been Mesia. sister to sister to sleep live recordings on loop. It's been fucking yeah. great. Well then, I think that's everything then. Well then, time for this. So, following on from our research with regards to the Petri dish full of brine cells yes, that we taught yes. to play the game Pong. Yes, it was doing quite well at playing Pong. Definitely better than Random Chance. Yes, better than Random Chance, and it also beats everyone here in the lab. I mean, look, the longer the longer we left it plugged in, the more it seems to be uh, progressing. Yes, so we've, we've decided to move it to do a different game. Oh, what have you moved it to? We, well, we've uh, we've we've uh, wired it up to a, a special speaker system so that it can communicate its thoughts directly out into the world, and also we it is now instead playing Battlefield instead of Pong. Oh, we should probably go in and check on how that's going. Oh, it's a uh, oh no! It appears to be telling the twelve-year-olds online things that it has done to their mothers. Oh no! Uh, did we? Mm. Surely we didn't program it to do that. No, we didn't program it. It seems to have just picked that up organically from playing Battlefield Online. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. You, you, bad brain cells. Bad. I'm spraying you with alcohol. No, you cannot do that. Oh, no. Now it's drunk and talking online. Oh, oh no. Oh, 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 it's saying some very bad words. I, I think, I think we unplug the speaker now and we, we leave it here. You think about what you've done. No. We're taking your controller away as well. It's humming MCR and telling us that we are not its real parents. Are you looking for that special someone? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be lovely to to be that special someone. Someone with those shining eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone with the right shape of ears. I mean, I've never really considered their ear shape, but sure. Someone born under the correct stars. I, 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 I mean, I've never been much one for astrology. When the planets were aligned. Planets were aligned, Someone destined to lift the great and fabled sword and defeat the darkness. Oh. Someone who meets the prophecy. Are we, are we, are we, are we talking about dating here? Someone who this... will save the world. Someone, that special someone who will save the world. Wait, hmm. 
mean, I am looking for them, but mainly because I want to stop them. <laughs> oh no, it's you. <laughs> I don't know where they are then. Run away. Question time. Some questions. What's the questions? Uh, first question is from Alferet, who asks, lemon pasta sauce, yay or nay? Uh, lemon? Lemon. No, no, nay, nay. Nay, I love lemon on everything, so yay for me. Uh, another question from uh, Alpha as well. Why does Ikea equal serotonin? Because that's where Blahage is. That's where Blahage is. Also, it's like it's it's the epitome of like well well tidied liminal space. Mm. It it you are simultaneously like somewhere that is not your home yet wandering through what appears to be a series of unconnected rooms from homes, and there is something weirdly calming to me about that, and I don't know why. Yeah, I am very curious to play that horror game that's set in a closed IKEA. Yeah. I am, oh, I, yeah. I keep seeing that bumping around on on uh, Twitter. I, just, I want to play that. That's going to be amazing. Tricky asks, "What is the answer to a never-ending Tory guillotine?" Yes. Jay Z Beastie asks, "During the Brochure Justice Warriors bit, yeah." When they hug, yeah. do we hug? Yes. Yes, we do. We do. Every episode we recorded in the same room. Yeah. Because there were a few when, when you were still living in, in Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, where we obviously couldn't. There And then at the start of the pandemic, we decided to be responsible yeah. and have them do air hugs. Yeah. And we didn't do actual hugs. We did air hugs. We did air hugs period. at each other. And the, the episode where they go back to doing proper physical hugs was the first time we did a hug again like a physical hug yeah. again during that segment yeah yeah i enjoy that i it's it, it's a nice excuse at the end of doing a work thing to just have a nice hug together yeah because you know just peeking behind the curtain here the, the, basically the thing we do is we record the episodes and then we do all the skits separately and then I chop them up and put them yeah. in, in order. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just a nice thing that we wrap up. Bro- we're last thing we record is, is, is usually the very last thing we record and right near the end of it we have a hug. We have a hug. Yeah. It's good. Isn't and sometimes it? you'll sneak a kiss in and I'll giggle. <laughs> <laughs> this little one. Just a little kiss and I'll giggle. <laughs> Who's to say whether that's canon or not? Who's to say whether they're having a little kiss? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, they probably wouldn't be adverse to it. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're, they're what's, very what's, comfortable in themselves. What's a little kiss between bros? Right, right, right. <laughs> and that is all the questions. <gasps> well then, time for this. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors. Yeah. All right, Larry. All right, Larry. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, mate. You uh, you've been up so much. Oh, you know, you know, I've uh, been, I've been uh, having having some conversations this week about uh, harm reduction. Oh yeah, what are we talking yeah. about? Well, we, what what at the moment? I mean, well, I obviously mean, we've we've had you know sex workers, all sorts going well, on I mean, recently. There's, there's a lot of conversations about harm reduction. DWP. Yeah, well, I mean this this time it was uh, you know about um education for kids and sort of harm reduction as opposed to. Uh, 
you know, abstinence approaches for things like for things like drug uh, drug use. So, oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just having a conversation with someone about the fact that uh, you know uh, a big part of the I think the uh, the the reason for the failure of the war the uh, war on drugs has been that. Much like any time you try and go for abstinence only with something the government doesn't want, you know, abstinence only doesn't actually stop people doing things, you know. No, just, no. All it does is it makes it so that people have got to do things in more dangerous ways with le- being less informed about how to be safe. And Yeah, you know, I, I do remember, you know, being a kid and the whole campaign was just say no. Yeah, it's like yeah, if you do if you do cannabis once, you will uh, become a meth addict, and you will your life will be ruined. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of talk about gateway drugs, and you know how you know it, there is no difference between cannabis and heroin, and like that that kind of talk is not is actively harmful because yeah. you know at that point someone goes and tries you know cannabis and goes oh, actually, this is fucking nothing. I guess I'll go do heroin. They told me they were the exact same thing, you know, and equally yeah. as dangerous or not. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like like many things, you're, you're taught a, a quite a simplified version at school. Yeah. But I, I really do think there does need to be a bit more nuance because I remember being a kid and, you know, being at school and uh, I remember at least once we had a, a, a police officer come in and they had, like, a board with a bunch of baggies on it with various different drugs. Yeah. And, you know, they showed it around and was like, here's how you can identify the sorts of things you need to be watching out for. If you see this around your home and, you you know, you need to call the police and, and tell them about your parents or whatever. Yeah. Or if but, you I mean, see someone in the street yeah. on drugs, you need to call the police and make sure, you know, that, that they're dealt with by the authorities on the, and, yeah. and you know I, I both of my parents were smoking weed when when I was a, a very young child and and then I remember the like the, the the crack epidemic was becoming a thing as I was starting to head into my teenage years and the news was full of pictures with of, of people having lost teeth they look you know they look very gaunt so their faces all sunken and I, I couldn't help but wonder like what is it that they are getting out of it well, that is the... so good that they would, would do that to themselves? Exactly. Like, there and must I mean, be some positive, yeah. because it, otherwise, yeah. why? And, you know, by not saying that, you create curiosity, you know, yeah. in children. And not very specifically, like, I think that, you know, I, I know why there's a lot of sort of uh, gut instinct opposition to this idea, but I really think there is a, a need for having frank conversations, even if it's, you know, not with children, but with teenagers maybe, about, yeah. you know... This is what drugs do. This is the reasons why people take them. This is the risks. But also talking about things, you know, that I know there would be pushback against for things like this is what a uh, a, a safe dosage for someone might be. This is yeah. how someone might take it in a safe way. The, you know, doing things that go, we, we're we not going to pretend that we, th- that we actually believe abstinence, uh, you know, is going to stop you all doing drugs. Yeah. If you do choose to do drugs, at the very least, we need to make sure that you know what you're doing and know enough to do so as safely as you can so yeah. that we minimise the risk that, you you know, you and your mates get a hold of uh, of some drugs and do way too much in a field and, you know, all end yeah. up killing yourselves. And, you know, and, and another thing, if you're going to be teaching teenagers, then perhaps you want to talk, start thinking about drug interactions. A, yeah. a lot of that stuff is, you know, you can talk about the very basic groups of different types of drugs yeah. and, you know, how they can interact poorly, and yeah. you can do a huge amount of harm reduction that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, like, one of the important ones is talking about, like, you know, common... Uh, you know, legal medications that people, you know, teens might have been prescribed and going, 
if you are on these kind of medications, these SSRIs, kind of drugs, for example, yeah, yeah. like this kind of medication could be really dangerous for yeah. you. Like very you might end up with serotonin sickness, yeah. for and, example. And like you know, be, being like actually open about those things, yeah, so that yeah. like it's not a matter of curiosity. It's like, oh no, you're not telling that me that to scare me away. You are telling me that because that is genuine information that I need to know. Yeah, yeah and like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know why there's pushback against it because you know the uh, the you know the right wing headlines of school teachers children how to do drugs just fucking write themselves. But yeah, yeah, and like, and, that, and they do keep trying to write those those stories, and yeah. you know it's uh, it's it's deeply concerning. But like honestly, you know, drugs are not going anywhere. No, no, no they, they've not, as as long as human beings have have been around, we have found ways of becoming intoxicated. Exactly, and like the safest thing you can do is acknowledge that that is a thing and make sure that you know if someone's going to decide to do that, that they at least know enough to keep themselves safe. Yeah, and you know, again, as as they get older, starting to you know encourage things like home reagent kits, because you know, like. We have found at the festivals that have been allowed to run it, where they've had uh, oh, a, a lab yeah. on site that has been testing drugs, when they've been able to say to someone, hey, we'll, we'll take a sample of your drugs, we'll test them, the number of times those drugs have come back as not what they were originally sold as, and that person has just handed the whole baggie in and gone, okay, well, best dispose of that, I don't want don't to risk it. Exactly. You know, they fight have more drugs handed in and and more people kept safe at those events where those things exist. Yeah, because you give people the tools to make safe choices, and yeah. pe- you know, if you give people that information, they want to make safe choices. Yeah, and it, and if if they don't have that, there's every chance they'll take that and potentially do themselves a lot of damage. Exactly. Exactly. There's there is so much harm that comes out of I'm not allowed to, you know, seek out whether this is safe or not, so I'll just go for it and harm being done that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, we have an, a number of festivals that are told that they can't run programs like that because it encourages drug use, and that is, we've, that's provably not the case. Exactly. In many cases, it, it, it encourages people who have drugs to not do them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <sighs> hug, mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. Ah, good old mate, good, good old. Right, I'm uh, gonna pop the kettle on. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Nice, nice. So, Laura. <gasps> yes. But you do things on the internet do, and you write I things. You do, do things on the internet. Tell us about some of the things that you do and where we can find them. Well, you can find me at Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere on the internet. Uh, that's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, that's the one that pays the bills. Uh, TikTok. Uh, go go search all the things you'll find all the things I do uh, every Friday I upload episodes of Access Ability uh, go, 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 go search Laura K Buzz you'll find, you'll find all the stuff what about you Jane? Uh, me? well I can be found at Linktree that's linktr.ee slash janiac j-a-n-e-i-a-c you can find links to my Patreon that's patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio where for as little as a dollar a month you can help me justify 76 hour work week and all that that entails, including the massive burnout I'm slowly working towards at the moment. Oh, Yay! No. Yay! 
okay. No. I've been feeling it coming the last week or so. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm, I'm broken. I'm feeling a little of it, but that's just because I finished big book edit. And yeah. Speaking of books. Speaking of books. We did, we did, a, did book a book together. together. What do you want to tell them about? It's it? called Who Hunts the Whale. Yeah. And it's about what it's like to get you a dream job and then find that maybe the dream is not so dreamy. It is. And yeah. It's yeah. A, a satirical book set in the world of video game manufacturer process. It's it's a book that more and more as time goes on, I go. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, no. That's just that's just that's just reality, huh? Yep. That's just that's that's, 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 that's just what happens. That's, that's, a lot, that's a lot of feelings I'm having IRL that ended up in a book. Yeah, we 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 were horribly prescient, and I don't like it. No, because I'd rather we weren't. I I hope <laughs> there was me trying to be ghoulish in the writing. Well, see, here's the thing: some of the stuff we've done is still ghoulish, but I'm like. The rate it's going, I don't know how long that's going to last. <laughs> how long until that actually yeah. happens? How long is it going to be before some of the worst stuff starts happening? Right? Uh, yeah, that's concerning. Also, you did a book about you and your dysphoria monster. It's called Me and My Dysphoria Monster. Yeah. It's, about, it's not about me and my dysphoria monster. It is generally about, about someone and their dysphoria monster. Yeah. Uh, it's a children's book. It's illustrated. It's out now. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, I think that's everything. Well then, will you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger.